now sits in the hold of Belkson, surrounded by tribes of hostile orcs. The situation is bad enough that the townsfolk keep a vow to keep their hope knives close, to finish themselves off before the orcs can do worse to them. But now come evils worse than before, for trouble follows true now like crows. A simple suicide is just the first step to uncovering a conspiracy of orcs, dragons, giants, and more. Trunal's defenders will journey across the Mindspin Mountains, passing through fire and death till the lightning falls. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Giant Slayer, a Pathfinder adventure path. Episode 3. When last we left our intrepid hero, Toma, he was meeting a new meeting a new ally, investigating a murder, which he has begun by conclusively pr- proving is a murder, consoling a grieving widow, essentially, even yeah. though they weren't actually yeah. married, and uh, being attacked by wolves in a city, which is quite the achievement, in a town, which is quite the achievement. So... The last thing you had done was visited Brynja. Yep. But um, before you move on to your next thing, you were entitled to a couple of things that we had not previously organised. Huzzah. So you get a relationship sheet. Yep. It's suspiciously like this one in front of me. Suspiciously like that one in front of you, which you have kindly printed for me. So... Yep, listening. Your first party member is Palo Wolfrider. Yep. And your second party member is Cursed Graf. Graf, who I, and I am happy to spell that for you if you would like. Uh, I've got his first, just his last. So, G-R-A-T-H. Graf. Graf. Yep. All good. Um, so, you have currently, you start at zero, don't you? Uh, for relationship points? Correct. Cool. So you have zero relationship points with Cursed and four with Pella. She is your pre-existing party member. She's your pre-existing relationship party member. Yep. All good. And then you have um, relation opportunities to improve your relationship with them, which you can fill in however you like with shading or what have you. Yep. And that's that. The other thing you're entitled to is you bought flowers at the marketplace for the commons for Bryn market area for um, Brynja before you um, went to see her, just like you did yesterday. Yes. Um, and, um, while you were there, you got a rumour. So, roll me a d8. Uh, something illegible. Five. Cool. Let's see what she heard. Giant dice. Alright, so, um... You hear that, um, obviously, um, these, um, s- somehow people are talking about Roderick having hooked up with Brynja Kelva. Yep. People don't, people are surprised, eased by that because, um, and in fact, oh. They say it'll be the death of him. Mm. They, um, they say, um, that he's always had a soft swap oh, for half orcs. Anyone who's read The Other Side of Contempt could tell you that. But no one would have expected that he would actually e- e- have a relationship with one. And, and, uh, 
you know, but it is true that Roderick's known for having been seen in company with other half-orcs. After all, he's friends with that invalid half-orc, Treasure up at the Sanctuary, and they've often been seen together as well. So you know both that that information, people are probably talk, paying more attention to Roderick recently with him having been brutally murdered, yeah. and that, that information that he's kept quiet for so long is finally coming out. And that, as it turns out, he is, in fact, friends with Kutrezra. They've frequently been seen together. Cool names. That would be an even more exciting rumour if you didn't know he was engaged to Vrinya already. Yes. It still contains new information, so that's the rumour you get. All good. All right. And um, where is Tomar and Kirst? You currently have Cursed with you. What's your plan for what you do now? It's sort of um, mid to late morning at this stage. You spent quite a while talking to Brynja. Yep. But um, not, and it is, it is a walk across town, but town is not all that large. Yep. I am drawing something to a blank. Um, I'm happy to remind you about stuff that. Yeah, so we've seen we've seen Roderick's body. Yep. We've been to the scene of the crime. Yep. We've examined his rooms. Yep. Um, did we have anything actually left on our to do list? Uh, I believe because Brynja told you a lot off about the Hope Knife. Yep. Uh, yes, thank you. That's the piece I needed. Smitheries. So you were talking about going up to Clamor and having a look at the Smithy. There's my notes. Okay, so I would say that will probably be our next stop then. Alright, so you and Kirst head back across town. So, um, back north. Northwards, it's, um, over on the other side of the north of town from the side uh, that you live on, um, right in the corner, is um, the smithy, is the, is Clamour the smithy. So this is an area you know pretty pretty well, and you can um, in fact hear someone hammering in there. I don't know though. I need something booby for that. Yep, there are loud repetitive booming noises coming from the inside of the smithy. Right. So, before we go in, I will turn to Curse. Curse, lad. Before we go any further with this particular angle on it, it's almost certainly going to involve letting the smith know about the Hope Knives, about Brynja. There's some, not several care, but there's some risk that it'll bring uh, Roderick into, Roderick's name into further disgrace. The important thing to me is that he be cleared of this allegation that he... I understand. I can't, you know, I, I'm not, I have problems with 
orcs, and I don't understand his decision to become engaged to Brynja, but except in father's eyes, there's nothing especially dishonourable about that. I understand Roderick didn't want it publicly known, but I think that was because of the amount of trouble he was in, it brought into his life with father. I don't think he'd mind at this stage. I Ideally, I'd prefer not to draw any trouble down on Brynja if we can help. But from the sounds of... From what we heard in the market, it sounds like people are already talking. Aye, rumour will move fast. Rumour will move on a swift wind around these parts. But the only thing we can do to keep it tamped down is keep our mouths shut. And the more we do that, the less we find out. I wouldn't have guessed it when I asked you to look into this, but it appears this may stretch beyond what happened to Roderick to true now as a whole. I think we not just for not just for the family's sake, but also for Trinal's sake, I think we have to find out why this very heavy fellow why this very heavy person wanted him dead. Right. As long as we're on the same page then. And in we go. Yep. I just want to have that conversation before I go and say this path. By the way, you know that, you know, yeah. Roderick and the half Like they're engaged, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I will head into the smithy and actively seek out Sarah Morninghawk, as opposed to any of the other miscellaneous people that are working there. So, um, what, who you see, this is, Clamour is not a big smithy. Yeah. And, um, what you see when you go in, there's a little sort of counter area and there's, um, the forge, uh, and the forge takes up most of the rest of the building. And, um, Sarah is in fact working at the forge. And, um, there doesn't seem to be anyone else, uh, else in the main part of the building. There's some little back rooms that are shut up. But, yeah. um, um, she, um, actually just kind of keeps hammering for a bit. It, 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 but she waves a hand, yeah. a hand in a um, sort of um, be there soon gesture. Yes, Tamar actively understands this protocol. I sort of move round to where I'm vaguely in her line of sight, stay well out of her range, don't shout at her, just sort of raise my hands. Right, she's seen me, cool, lower my hands, wait out of out of um, range so I'm not disrupting her. After she finishes up... Um, it looks like she might be working on a um, an axe blade, and she um, um, quenches it and puts it off to one side, and um, stands up and um, tips a bucket of water that's standing near yeah. the forge over her head and um, kind of scrapes it off her um, bare head and shakes herself vigorously. And we have um, Sarah Morningcork. The um, you, you you had on screen interactions with her. She was, fundamentally, she was a good boss. Prior to yeah. that, she was a good boss. You, the two of you actually got on pretty well. Yeah. And um, she smiles as she sees you and um, waves, waves cheerily at Kirsten, um, nods to Tomar. Oh. Brushes herself down a bit. Um, what can I do for you, lads, then? Interested in some new, wep- interested in some new weapons? One would think that Tomar had enough to, uh, to be going on with. 
Oh, hey there, I do. Well, no, I have to say I'm limited by what I can carry these days. <laughs> Rather than as many as I quite want. You never really know what situation's going to come up that you'll need them for. Well, I can't quarrel with that. And um, she sort of stomps over and um, sits there, plants herself on the counter. There's kind of a couple of rickety chairs for people for her to talk to. In theory, you're supposed to stand behind the counter, yeah. but Sarah sits on the counter and uh, looks up at you. And on the list of on the list of unexpected things, he looks slightly awkward and lowers his lowers his head a bit here. Unless you've gone blind and deaf in your forge, I take it you've heard about Roderick at this point. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Kirst. I, I'm was very sorry to hear it. He was he was a good fellow. We'll all we'll all miss him. And, um, Kirst looks down and, um, basically mutters, um, that, that's all right. The thing of it is, we're just following up on a few bits and pieces. And one of the things we've discovered is, uh, Roderick's knife. Sarah doesn't look blank. She yeah. looks, she looks up. I I don't think we ever finished it, but um, it should be around somewhere. I can um I can have a look for you if you'd be wanting it. Aye, that that would be good, Like This was totally the outcome I was expecting. Show me my clone army. All right, and um, S- Sarah has a look round Forge. Yeah. And it takes her a bit longer than you might think, and yeah. then she comes. I'm sorry. I I mean it it was here. I gave it to that worthless apprentice, but. Uh, it doesn't seem to be here now. I, I don't know. I don't know what's come of it. I'm, I'm very sorry, Kirst. I mean, if you'd be wanting it for the funeral, I can do you another, no charge. That wouldn't be unsolved by any chance. Yeah, that's the one. The um, silly girls. Well, I shouldn't speak ill, Ill of a fellow Harfie and that, but um, the truth of it is, she's not really got the makings of a smith. I don't think. I've given her some work because um, she said she was sorely in need of it, but uh, she's not much more fit, fit for much more than puffing the bellows, and I can do that. She claps her arms. I can't say I've had the pleasure of meeting her. She's no, been she's around long. No, she's new in town. I don't. But the um, the dratted girls quit, and after all the trouble that she's already put me to. Really? Well, not quit so much as just bugged off. I haven't seen her since. Uh, Uh, since, since Ruby's Hope Knife ceremony, she, she didn't, didn't, didn't turn up the next morning. I suppose it owes its own, it feels like longer what with all that's happened. I suppose it's only been a day. Maybe she's just in shock or some such. Although you wouldn't think it, her being new in town that she'd be upset about the news. No, you certainly wouldn't. How long did you say she'd been working for you? All I'm looking at is, does her timeline match the suspicious groups of half-orcs that are wandering through town? Uh, it's a couple of weeks. So, yes. Not quite, because they were um, in town exactly a week ago. But yeah, yeah. Certainly the... Um, yeah, but this woman hasn't been working here for six months. Or no. she turned up in town two years ago. No. Tomar just hasn't met her, and then she came to work in the smithy. No. Tamar looks kind of troubled by this. Um, and then 
He says, So, she wasn't much of a smith. No. And you've no idea where she is now. I don't know where she was staying. She just turned up, if she just turned up every day and, and then she didn't. I mean, we could, we could look around if you think she's in trouble or some such. But, uh, I mean, I, she might have been staying at the Ramble House or one of the cheaper areas. Some of the halfies stay down there. Air if they've not got the money to scrape together. You know, Cham's, Cham's tight with the penny. She doesn't let folks stay for free. Aye. Uh, I mean, of course I was paying her as well as, well, as well as I'd pay someone who, um, needed at least two years to qualify as an apprentice, quite frankly. I take it she wasn't in the Ramble House books that we checked for. No, no, it's not a surprise there. Um, There weren't too many people staying over the past couple of days, unlike the week ago when every room was full. Well, it's a curious thing and no mistake that she should come in so quickly and leave so quickly. Smith and Life's definitely not for everyone, but I thought she'd at least have the good grace to give you a goodbye, given you've given her the work and all. Well, I would have thought so, aye. But I suppose I shouldn't be counting her as lost. She may yet turn up. Aye, but I have a feeling she's in trouble. I should very much like to track her down. You've, so you've no idea where she was staying, no friends of hers, you know, anything of that nature? She said she didn't have any friends or any family. Uh, she um, had a story about um, running away from the tribes, like. It's uh, it's not an uncommon tale. She wouldn't be the only half in town that decided that... Um, it, it's not... It's not necessarily friendly out there for those who are a bit more human than um, uh, than the rest of them. And, um, she nods at her head in a general direction, indicating the rest of Belson. You're missing your hope knife. Oh, sorry, you're missing the hope knife. If you wouldn't mind, have a check. You're missing anything else much? All right, I'll I'll have a look around. Uh, to- Tomar's concern is that a bunch of weapons might have walked off unmarked. Sarah has a look round and yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing else is missing. Yeah. So um, I would have noticed that. I mean, one one little hope knife's one thing, but I'd have noticed if people have been walking off with the stock. Oh, I fear. So uh, I'm just trying to follow the sequence of events. Sorry, my brain's a bit tired tonight. Um, Brynja gave Roderick her hope knife, so so he, they he they they exchanged hope knives. Yeah. So Brynja still has Roderick's, which she got engraved. Yeah. Roderick had Brynja's, which he had engraved. Roderick says he lost Brynja's hope knife. Yeah. Um. And the hope knife that um he was killed with. Yeah. Is not Brynja's hope knife. Yeah. Um. Sarah says that um, there was a new hope knife they were making for him. Uh, or I had ordered another. Yeah, you, you haven't asked her. You, yeah. you, you haven't asked her a lot of questions about the circumstances of that, but yeah. you can. Like it, it would mean something. Nod slightly curse to the family if we could track down where this thing had gone. Uh, you, you can't be blamed if you can't lay your hands on it, but. Uh, 
When did he order? When did he order it? What was happening there? Again, timeline fits is fine. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, it was a week ago, a little over a week ago. Uh, oh, he came in and said he had um he had lost it and asked me to um to ask us to make him a new one. I um, drew out a blank blade and um, gave it to Ernsel, and she was working on it. Seemed to be taking her a long time, but um, it wasn't. It wasn't finished, to the best of my knowledge. She wanted it engraved, I think. I don't think that had been done. I saw it heard. I I don't quite know. Yeah. I didn't know he was courting anyone, but I suppose he must have been if he was wanting an engraved one, as opposed to his usual blade. Aye, I, if he didn't speak to you about it, I suppose he'd have spoken to Ernsel. I'm sure I've got the paperwork somewhere if you want to know what the engraving was. Oh, very much so, if you'd be so kind. She digs around yeah. um, and confirms that it was meant to have um, Fabrinia, my, Fabrinia, my love. He was commissioning a replacement hope knife. Yeah. Because he'd lost his. Yeah. But it wasn't finished. And now it's missing. Um, you, um, can give, you've got the technical background here. Yeah. You can give Sarah a description of this weapon to confirm it. Yeah. So do you give her that description? Very much so. Yeah. So you tell her you've seen it and give her the description and she confirms that's the blade. If you mention the fact that it's not up to snuff, she confirms that Ernsel, she was possibly going to have to take it off Ernsel and finish it, which is why we'd basically redo it, which yeah. is why she's kind of dismayed that it's gone missing. Yeah. So, yes, the missing blade is the knife is the knife that killed him. So, how did it, the, yeah, so the question is, how did it get to him? How did it get to him? Given that it wasn't finished, and she's got no record that Roderick has picked it up. No, he hasn't paid for it. He hasn't paid for it. And, undoubtedly, um, Ernsel didn't deliver it to him as an actual gift, given it wasn't finished. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, yeah. But that's where... That, this is a case of many knives. That's where this one came from. Yeah, yeah. Came so, from Clement Smith. He worked on by Ernsel, then it mysteriously went missing. We're only missing the one hope knife, not two. Then. Yeah. Interesting. So yes, you know, you know where Brynja, you know where the one Roderick Grave Brynja is, you know where the one, um, Ernsel made to replace the one that Roderick lost is, you just don't know where the one Roderick lost is. Yeah. Alright. Well, at that point, well, I'm sure we'll track it down in time. Uh, appreciate your help, Sarah. Uh, do let me know if Ernsel turns back up again. It's a matter of some urgency, I think. And she looks slightly puzzled, but nods. Absolutely. Good to see you. She gives you a big... You too. And, and you kissed. And she sort of gently pats him on the shoulder near a woman who's um, not super tactful but yeah. is trying to be polite and yeah. gives her a, a nod and a smile. And Tamar will head out again, pausing for a long, vaguely mournful look at the tools and the heat of the forge and all yeah. that sort of thing. So Sarah has at this point turned back to work and misses that completely. Yeah. No problem. So, and 
Tamar will walk out and sort of um, is is so used to doing this that he will sit there and talk to Gale, which is damn sure going to sound like he's talking to Curse because he just kind of vaguely looks at his shoulder um, and says, "Curiouser and curiouser." Well, we know where the Hope Knife came from, but how in Galarian did it make its way into Roderick's hand? I can only guess Ernsel must have delivered it, or somebody took it from her. Where is she now? And where did she come from in the first place? And how associated is she with this other group of half-orcs that are wandering, halfies that are wandering through town recently? The cursed, um, looks troubled. Uh, and doesn't realise that you're talking yeah. to Gail and just, uh, I just don't know. Ah, she, uh, sorry. <laughs> Gail, oh. like, literally sort of talks over the top of him because yeah. we're so used to having the conversation uh, oh, ourselves. Oh, uh, s- sorry. And he gestures at Gail. Uh, the, ra- the crow shrugs as best as it can. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. Well, lots of missing people. No answers supplied. Where do we go from here? I'd dearly love to know where the, I'd dearly love to know where these where these people all are in true now. Or if they've left if they've left again or if they're hiding out somewhere. I'd love to know where Ernsel is. We could ask around the streets, I suppose. He says, looking at Kirst with a speculative Hey, you happen to have a bunch of ranks in Streetwise? Because I damn sure don't. I could certainly, I could certainly try. I, I, not much of a talker, but I have lived here a long time. Uh, we could, I suppose, um, ask around in the area where Brynwood was living. I suspect that's where, that is the poorer part of town. I suspect that's where, uh, that would be the kind of place someone like Ernsel would stay. Aye, we know she wasn't at the Ramble. Well, I suggest first we drop into the sanctuary and have a word with Catreza. He wants uh, to paint them all with the same brush, but in the case of Harfies, it's probably true. He may know something that's about go- uh, what's going on here. I didn't realise he and Roderick were friends, but uh, from if if what you heard is true. And Kirk's bites is that Roderick may have confided something in him. Something he didn't feel he could confide in me. Possibly. Possibly not. We won't know till we ask. Alright, well by all means, let's go to the sanctuary. It's on the way, so we may as well start there. Alright. And you return... By my take on the map, it's more on the way from the, than... Um, it's not precisely on the way, but it's not very far away. Uh, it's more on the way than heading to the poor districts and roaming the streets. Yeah, yeah, the, um, it's definitely... It, 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 it would be much easier to go across to the sanctuary first, then head down to the poor districts, and then back up to the sanctuary. The second one's a much longer road. I've, I've got that added to my list now, and then Jagrat Graf. But he's actually the one that I don't want to brace because... Um, you don't necessarily want him to ask a lot of questions about what you're doing? Yeah, pretty much. And not not, and, not and, entirely um, crazy. And Kirst has asked me not to bring him into it in so much as I can. Kirst feels it would be awkward at the point that he has lots of evidence. If we don't want to tell his dad, he'd prefer not to have a big conversation with his dad about what we're not telling him. Yeah. 
Back to the sanctuary. Alright, so And we'll just literally roll up and you know ask for Katrisa. So who are you got who are you trying to see? The um two people that do most of the that are involved in most of the conversation are uh, that are available to talk to fundamentally are Tiari Vavastos and um Brantos Calderon, who you very briefly saw yesterday. Yep. So um who are you trying which one of them are you trying to talk to? Uh, because Catrice is actually a, um, a patient here, isn't he? So I can't just roll in and find him somewhere. No, the, the, uh, you, uh, the sanctuary isn't the kind of place you can wander the halls of. Yeah. You, you need to come, to, you need to come in and talk to someone. Uh, in that case, let us start with Tayari. Sure, so, um, she is the sanctuary's high priestess and is pretty much available to talk to people. Um, she is a um, young and very pretty human woman. Um, she is in fact um, dressed. She is is mailed and armored. Yeah. She, she is mailed. She has a weapon. She is. Um, Good sense. Good sense. Uh, she's a priestess of our Medi, and if anyone starts trouble at the sanctuary, she is ready to oblige them. And she brings you into her office to um, sit down and uh, um, shakes both of your hands and um, says, Kirst, it's very good to see you. I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, Tomar, um, I believe, um, pleased to meet you. What can I do for you? So you haven't had a lot of... Yeah. You haven't spent a lot of time here. Aye, and you, ma'am. I was hoping to have a chance to speak with... One of your patients, the the half orc that's here, Catreza. Ah. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you there. Oh no. Uh, he left. Did he now? Uh. So what day is it? He must have slipped out in the night. Uh, we'll day, we've discovered him gone wheel day morning, so he le- he left the night Roderick was murdered. Yeah. Now, this is not actually like an asylum, is it? There's nothing to stop him leaving? He's no. guarded and locked in. No, he's there. a patient. They're taking care of him. Yeah. Uh, he uh, left his things in order in his bed made, Ed, but it seems it seemed the timing seemed a little odd, and I'm to be honest, I'm rather worried about him. Aye, as am I. Uh also he's uh I'm afraid he's not the only the only individual that we're missing. Really? Yes. Who uh, else? Uh we've had a recent visit from a wandering paladin. And Sigrun, uh, she's, uh, she's a dwarf and, uh, relatively newly called. She said she had, um, was interested in the community and, uh, wanted to see if there was anything she could do to help the people here. Uh, um, I was very pleased, of course, to, uh, you know, oh, we're always grateful to have a new paladin visiting for a time. Aye. But uh, she was only here a couple of nights, and and then 
and she's been gone a couple of days. She didn't say anything in particular that would lead me to suspect her direction. And they go as they will, you know, but she may be investigating something, of course, and everything may be fine, but I would feel better in myself if I knew where she was. So, and um, she glances at Kirst here, if you or any of your militia contacts hear anything, and I would appreciate being updated. And for that matter, if you hear anything about Cortresor, I'd rather like to know where he is as well. Aye, we should, we should certainly keep an eye out. So this, this Sigrun, uh, she's also a recent newcomer to town? Harfi, did you say? No, she's a dwarf. Ah, uh, it's right, that doesn't fit the theory I'm working with, but yep. cool, cool. <laughs> Just, we've now got a mysteriously large missing number, a large number of mysteriously missing half-orgs. Sigrun Rock Crusher. Yeah, that means nothing to me, which I assume is so. Yeah. You, you know, you have no idea who she she's is. She's some person. Yeah. But um, she's the one that Tiari is most concerned yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, so she did not disappear on the rock um, night of Roderick's disappearance. She has been... She The last time anyone saw her was a couple of days before or, or Roderick was killed. Yeah. So she's missing... Catrezra went missing, or Catrezra uh, apparently left the sanctuary of his own volition on the night of Roderick's murder, and or, or in the very early morning. And yes, that's the, that's the two people Tiari knows are missing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I must say I'm I'm quite troubled by this. As am I. You see, in the course of our. Um, in the course of our wanderings earlier today, I've heard of another young half-orc missing from the smithy this time. Ah. I'm quite concerned that something may have happened to these people. Yes. I, I, I don't I don't think that could... I, I wouldn't think that any harm would have fallen to Cotrezor, or at least I've heard... I hope not. He can't have gone far. He's, uh, he's not a well man, you know, um... And he's very devoted to Trunau. I don't believe he would leave. Aye. I I presume he must be staying somewhere in town, but I'm afraid I can't tell you where. It's possible he was troubled of mind by the recent disruptions. I I know he was close. I know he he spent considerable time closeted with Roderick, particularly over the past couple of months. He may have left something behind to indicate where he might have headed to. Or uh, perhaps something in Sigrun's, if she had any, de- if she had any dealings with him. I was wondering if you'd have any objection to me having a look over their rooms. Uh, well, it's a bit of an invasion of um, their privacy, but I can scarcely ask. But the truth is, I think I'd very much appreciate any help you could give me in tracking either one of them down. One or both of them may be in quite serious danger. Yes, that's a good point. All right, um, I'll ask Brantos to um, take you to their rooms, and he can take a look. And she will go out and find Brantos, speak to him quietly, and um, he nods to you and um, says, "All right, I'll come on, and I'll take you through." Alright, so we'll head for whatever room they arbitrarily take me to first. Uh, Brantos will take you to Catrice's um, room first. Yep. Um, and, um, but he's going to take you to both, so I'm happy for you to give me one search check for both. Sure. Yeah. So, Kirst is 
happy to provide an assist or roll separately. Yeah. At this point, um, I... I'm going to call for a roll here. You can't spend 20... Yeah, you, yeah, you can't spend... Take it to uh, take 20. Among other things, I can't help but feel like we're um, running out of time. And I also don't... Um, Necessarily want to toss the whole place under what will presumably be the, watch, the vaguely watchful eye of Brantos. Yeah, Brantos is totally here to sit, to check that you are not rummaging through their positions yep. more than you absolutely yep. have yep. to. He's not there, here to be an asset to your so investigation. So I, I will, as I put, as politely as I can, rummage Catrice's room. Sure. Do you want Curse to make his own Actually, check? Uh, no, he can yeah. assist me if you want. Sure. He assists you. Kills seventeen. Cool. So you have a search of both rooms. Yeah. I'll do Sigrun's first because it's shorter. Yep. Um, you get the impression that she just arrived in town. Yeah. Um, she there's a there's a um what's on my Omedi's holy book? Uh, there's what? a book. There's a book of I think it's the book of valor or something like that. Yeah. There, yeah. There's, there, there's an Iomedian Bible. There, there's an Iomedian holy book. Uh, which appears to have been recently left through. Yeah. There's a bed. Yeah. Um, you would estimate that she probably travels with a backpack with her stuff, that she yeah. was living out of it and she took it with her. Yeah. There's nothing in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, the Iomedian, um, holy book could very easily belong to the sanctuary itself. This is clearly where, um, Katrezra lives. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of stuff. Yeah. He has some, you know, very, he has some bits of artwork, like in the half-orc style, he has some couple of things he must have bought in Trunel, nice painting, whole bunch of books. Interesting books, actually. There's a few books you wouldn't mind reading. Yeah. Some poetry. Looks like a few books of his own writing, which you have a leaf through, but none of it is, there's some stuff about his early life. None of it, there's no, like, journal of what he's been up to recently, and there's nothing particularly suspicious. It looks like he may have packed some stuff, yeah. but it's hard to assess because you don't know yeah, what was yeah. here and before. If he's, if he's missing two out of his 30 sets of clothes. Yeah. There's no knives, sinister notes. Blood all over the walls. References to Malera. There's, like... You could, you definitely haven't searched the whole thing with the amount of time you spend, but you're really not getting the sense that there's, there's any, it's possible there's something else here, but you don't really get a big sense that you're missing something here. Yeah. Alright, so at that point I will, um, thank, um, Brightos for his time, and head out, basically. Cool, can you give me a spot check as you leave the sanctuary? Yes, we'll make one as well. Perception check. Ooh, curse rolls well. Uh, yes, as do I. 27. Excellent. Alright, so as you leave the sanctuary, uh, you see that there is behind the rock, the, there is a rock wall immediately behind the, um, temple. Yeah. And there is a giant white symbol that's been painted on it. It looks like possibly a sword, possibly a cross. Yeah. Um it could be an Iomedian sword. Yeah. But you know it it's new. Like that wasn't the, that that's not you know, you you've lived relatively close to here your whole life. Yeah. That wasn't there up until very that must have been painted on there very recently. So it's it's on the rock wall behind the sanctuary? Behind the sanctuary. Alright. 
that's new. Yes, I was just looking at that. I suppose it could be a symbol of the temple itself. I it, it doesn't could look, be, but I'm not sure. It's a little gaudy for I maiden. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just thinking to myself: if you were in town with your band of halfy mercenaries. And you need a sign to gather under. It need to be something obvious. Go over and have a dose, basically. Sure. Um, what do you um? What do you want to do? What are you? How are you investigating it? Um, so what are you bring into the. Is this accessible? Like, can we just walk right up to the symbol? And yeah, yeah. It? I mean, there's or is it up high on a cliff face? Or... Um, it's um, it's big. Yeah. Um, the bottom of it is pretty accessible. Yeah. You can pretty much walk it. You're a little bit short. Yeah. But if you, like, th- there's, if you, like, put together some kind of a little stand type, you know, put yeah. together, roll over a handy boulder or something and, and give a bit of a boost, you can have a poke at this, at the bottom of this if you want. Yeah, I mean, this could have been done by people with ladders. Yeah. Basically. Um, cool, yeah, so I will go over Check on it. I mean, the most obvious one is sort of put a hand on it and see if the paint is literally fresh. If it's, no, if it's, it's dry. It's dry. Yeah. It's a, it hasn't been painted on here in the last half yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, and from what I know about paint, that tells me nothing. Yeah. Um, you already know that Curse lacks alchemical skills. Yeah. And then very much just check around the area, look at the rock face, um, use my dwarven stone cutting to search for secret doors, etc., etc., um, traps, treasure, and monsters, as Hero Quest says. Yep, so you want to make a search check? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Good stage, you. Uh, I need to use my dwarfy bonus because it's a rock. Yeah, it's absolutely a rock. Uh, but that gives me a mighty aid. Yep. It's a rock. Yep. <laughs> it's my friends pretty... don't have a rock this big. It's pretty rocky. Did you add the bonus from Cursed? Uh, that brings me to a walloping 10. Yeah, you're really sure it's a rock. Yeah. You don't find a secret passage. Yeah. Or really, it, it, it's pretty much a rock wall. There's a, there's a giant sword by it. There's a giant sword or cross painted on it. Yeah. Well. I think, um, for that, do you have a bit of an investigation of the symbol itself? Yep. Yeah. Um, you have a bit of a chip at it. It's remarkable, it's definitely not common paint. It, you know, like if it was just painted on here with regu- fairly regular paint, scrape, 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 you could start scraping it off. Yeah. It's, it's painted on here with something a good bit more resilient than regular paint. You have a good, you know, because I think you're a persistent sort. Yeah, you try right. scraping it, it doesn't work. You have a go with a weapon, it doesn't work. This stuff is, um, this stuff is pretty solidly, this stuff is pretty solid. Well, somebody obviously wanted this to go up on the quiet. Uh, somebody obviously wanted this to stay here for a while. It's good, sol- it's good solid out all weather paint. Yes, I do wonder why. Um, how big are we talking here? Like, is, like, I see this when I'm walking around by the sanctuary, but would this be visible across the street, visible across, um, uh, I think visible, blocks? I think visible across the street. It's, it's big, it's not startlingly big. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely, because it's white on, it, 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 it it's, it's kind of, it's one of those things you don't necessarily notice off right off the bat, and then if you do notice it, you can't look away. It's yeah. sort of it, yeah. it, it's a pretty it's a pretty big marker. 
I I can think of any number of uses for it. A hiding place, a mocking a mocking place, painting a target for later attack, but none of it helps us. I'm afraid, Kirst, we're starting to run into a wall here. In the absence of any better ideas, I suggest that we head into that, that we head into the poorer districts. Look for um Ernsel. Ernsel. Look for, look for any sign look for any sign of Ernsel's whereabouts. And for that matter we can add our missing Patriza to it as well. <laughs> and Sigrun. And everyone else. But if we can't get anywhere with that, the next step may have to be to go to your father, whether we like it or nay. Well, Let's really put our backs into this investigation of the Porter Districts, then. Curse is motivated. <laughs> yeah. All right, so do you at this time want to make it head down there and make a streetwise check? Oh, uh, can I pause to retrospect yes. the question? Um, asking Sarah and Tyria both if um, they know of a malaria at all. Uh, you get two no's. Yeah. Neither of them have ever I heard of that. that was the case, but I... Um, Want to actually remember to do it? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Cool, yeah, so I think at this point we're just going, um, wandering. Cool, so what question, would you like Curse to lead the streetwise? Uh, if he would like to, he would be most welcome to, he can't, it's possible he can have less streetwise than I do, but it's not very likely. Um, Curse has some streetwise, yep. which I suspect is more than you. It's, I have one charisma. Cool. Kirst has um, not a not glorious amount of streetwise, but certainly some. Yeah. Um, and um, he can so he can beat a one. Let's put it that way. Um, so, what questions are you wanting him to ask? Um, Ernst, whereabouts of Ernsel? If anyone's heard about Patrizia or Sigrun? Yeah. Where Where are these people? Has anyone seen any of them in the last like day? Um, and then separately to that, uh, does Ernsel live around here? Where was she? Any questions about the sword? About the the the, the, the white graffiti? Um, well, that would uh, yeah, it, that would presumably be around the sanctuary. Yeah, that's because, true. Because I'd be asking them there. Hey, did anyone see a bunch of half orcs climbing up here? Yeah, that's, this? that's true. Um, which is actually well worth doing, but that's probably a separate um. That's a, at that point. Yeah. A separate thing. So that, no, we might as well start with that one because we're already standing here under it. That does make a certain amount of sense. Okay, so do you want to go back in and ask Tiari or Brantos what they know about the white mark on the wall? Actually, yeah, that, that does make a certain amount of sense. Alright, which one are you asking? Uh, back to Tiari again. Cool, okay, so she, she greets you slightly surprised. Yeah. Uh, sorry to trouble you again, just a question. Uh, it, I couldn't help but notice that it looks like somebody's done a bit of a graffiti outside your building. Yes. I take it that wasn't uh, in anything intentional on your part. No. It's got a vaguely I have eaten sword about it, if you squint. Yes, people have been saying that we're responsible for these things got popping up all over town. I don't appreciate it. I have no idea who's done it. All over town. It's not just here. No, there's uh, five or six of them about the place. I see. I don't know what's behind it, but people keep coming in and asking. Cool. Where are they? All right. Uh, if she doesn't know, we'll chase that elsewhere. Uh, she only knows around town, yeah. and she suggests that you ask Omast, who's um, 
Alright, in fact, um, I must, I, I'm, I haven't exactly made an exhaustive search of the town. I've no. been busy, busy here. Uh, almost from, and she looks at Kirst, uh, uh, has been charged with cleaning up the graffiti, I believe. Uh, haven't you, and Kirst says, I haven't been back to the station house in a, in a few, I, I haven't been keeping up with my regular work. Uh, almost, Clearing graffiti? Uh, yes, I understand he's taken Roderick's death rather hard. Kirst looks out. Oh, yes. He's not doing very well. It's not. I think it would probably be good if you would go see him. I believe he's at the South Tower. That's where the biggest mark is, I believe. He should know where they all are if, if you want to talk talk it over with him. I will certainly follow up on that. Thank you for your time. All right, so you guys go out and um, okay, so you in fact know um, who almost from is. Yeah. It is not almost from is as a patrol sergeant sergeant in the militia, and you had worked with him while you were in the militia. Yeah. Uh, is he a human? Yes, he's human. Uh, is he well, pretty? Oh, not really. He's, uh, you and he did not have precisely a warm relationship. You know all that gossip about yeah. you? Omas was, you personally suspect Omas was responsible for a fair amount of it? Yeah. Not nearly as much as Frederick's, it must be said, but, uh, he wasn't one of your admirers and, he made that pretty public. So you and he didn't really get on, per yeah. se. Kirst, however, clearly has some kind of a relationship with him, which you might want to ask him about, yeah. but that's what you know about Omas. Yeah. So Kirst looks pretty troubled by this information. So we will um, uh, go ex- out. exit the section yeah, yeah, yeah. again. Um, then I'll turn to Kirst. Something troubling you about this? Ah... <sighs> I don't know if you know, but uh, almost had a bit of a, a drinking problem. I'm worried. I don't think. Surprise me. I, I don't know that Kiari wanted to say it outright, but I uh, cleaning up graffiti isn't the sort of thing that patrol sergeants are usually tasked with. I think something. I, I rather fear that almost maybe taking Roderick's death very hard. He was something of a mentor for the two of us growing up. He always tried to watch out for us, and it must have hit him hard. And I, I haven't been to see him, which I should have. I. You've had a lot on your mind, Gus. Yes, I. I suppose I. I just. I hadn't really thought about how anyone else might be taking it. That's selfish of me, isn't it? I should have. Anyway, uh, I would very much like to go see him, and. Uh, it sounds like you may have some information about this. Apparently I haven't noticed that they've been putting up white swords all over town. Cursed. Your brother was murdered but two nights ago. We know this now. There's a large no- there's, there's now an ever-increasing number of people in town missing that we can't lay our hands on for better or for worse. And now we've got mysterious symbols popping up all over the place. I don't like the picture that's getting painted, but... No one could blame you for not being at 100% here. 
he puts a hand out and touch uh, Thank you. I fear um, Omast may not be at a hundred percent either. What are you doing now? This is what Roderick would have wanted. Yes. He cared about Drew now too. If this goes deeper than just him, and all evidence suggests it does, he'd want us to find out what was happening. Aye. Do the best you can, lad. All right. And I will put a hand on his shoulder and give him sort of a manly shoulder squeeze. Uh, and at that point, I'd like to try and make a relationship relationship check with him. Excuse me. By all means. Which, uh, given my difficulty, is um, zero. Yeah, I don't think you. I, I don't really remember. I succeed. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's Whoa. been. Yeah, cursed seems touched by your concern. Yeah. And um, you in fact gain a relationship point. With so them. the the limitation on this is that I have basically one per level, one um, chance to gain a relationship point per level. Yeah. Um. And having, uh, but. Starting from nothing, it makes it ridiculously easy because any time you get to know the person at all, your relationship is better. And honestly, this isn't just about this conversation. Yeah. You and Kirst have spent literally more time together in the past uh, day and a half than you have in your entire lives hitherto. Very much so. And you actually do know him a bit better, and honestly, he's finding your company supportive while he's dealing with, you know... A pretty big deal, a, a, a pretty terrible event in his life, and yes, he does feel closer to you. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how you want to do this as a GM, but when we go to find Omar, I'll um, ask him to take the lead on the basis that he's actually, uh, possibly literally the guy's commanding officer and can actually order the information out of him. Um, and Tamar's not dead popular. Um, what what Tamar wants to know is basically where are all these things? Also, yeah. what else do you know about the things? It's going to be a little more complicated than that, but I'll play out the scene and yep. you, you guys can, and we'll see how it rolls out. Cubines. So you are headed for the South Tower. Yeah. Um, let me just check where that is. I would imagine south, but I'll try and narrow it down a little bit more. No, uh, no, as part of Trunel's strategy. <laughs> yeah, you just call, they just call it the south tower. Well, that makes the orcs attack at first, when in fact it's north. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I see. Uh, alright, so, this is a, um, this is a moderate walk. It's, um, it's all the way south. It yep. is, um, uh, it is, as Brynja's house is considerably further south than where you live, the south tower is as far again. Yep. Um, when you get there, um, so I presume you're stopping for lunch at some point along the way. So, yeah, you're, so you're looking at um, mid-afternoon yeah, at this we're, point. We're not going to stop and chew a few hours um, doing streetwise checks, which we otherwise were. Yeah, um, but we'll just we're, we're proceeding at a at a vaguely leisurely pace. We're yeah. not in any big hurry. All right. So um, you see, there is a massive white white cross slash sword on this tower. Yep. It is 30 foot tall. Oh, cursed, I spotted another one. <laughs> yes, I'm rather glad this one's so far south. I would feel a bit of a cl- clot if um, I'd missed this one. And uh, there is a man dangling on a rope, uh, not very high above the ground, um, frantically endeavouring to scrub it off. Yeah. This appears to be totally futile, but he is doing it nonetheless. 
And, um, he does not notice you in any way, yeah. and just continues frantically scrubbing at the graffiti. So, Curse, um, will look at you and then go on up, uh, almost, almost, and almost look, cursed, my boy, cursed, there you are, oh, I, I'm glad to see you, uh, let me get down, and he fiddles around with what, the rope that he's tied to, and then just falls off the tower, which he's not very, he unties it, he falls, yep. he lands more or less on his feet and sort of staggered up, uh, and sort of, he aims to clap cursed on the shoulder and, um, misses his shoulder, and then he turns round and sees Toma. Stormcrow, what the bloody hell are you doing here? Isn't that all I need with with white marks and Roderick dying and everything and the world? It's just a disaster. It's a disaster. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he sits down on the floor, drops his, um, drops his rag and puts his face in his hands. Almost is trolled. Yeah. Yeah, it was subtle, but I, but I picked that up. Yeah. Tomorrow will literally roll his eyes slightly and, uh, hello, bum. I mean, from, it's seeing him dry, the drunk bum. And um, Kirst is going to sit down beside Edo Master and put a hand on his shoulder. Tamara is going to look at his water skin and Gale leans over slightly. Mr. Ah, do we dump it on his head? Tempting, but no. And, uh, Kirst endeavours to gently talk to Omast. Yes. And you can get some information from this. Yeah. Um, Omas has a big rant on a number of topics. Yeah. Um, but he's not really, he seems to have a bit of a grudge against half orcs. He doesn't like you very much. He's pretty unhappy and you're not getting a lot of useful information out of him. He, he's clearly glad to see Cursed, but you think that you're going to need to find a way to get through to him a bit more if you're going to get any... if you're going to actually be able to question him. Cursed sure. is sort of not really getting very far. Yeah, so I'll let Cursed spend um, ten minutes or so talking mm. politely with him. Um, then, seeing this is getting me nowhere, Tamar will sigh. Uncork, pull his water skin out, uncork it, shake it a little... Walk forward and then shh, just splash it across his face. Yep, just what the bloody, what the bloody hell? What do you think you're doing? Are you awake now, From? Good. I was hoping to have a word with you. Well, I don't want to talk to you. Well, maybe, maybe if it hasn't slipped your attention too much at the bottom of your wineskin, you could tell me where this about thirty foot tall giant white painted sign came from. I don't know where it came from. They're all over town. What do you mean, all over town? Well, all over town. Look, somebody's told you to clean... You, you've been ordered to clean them up, yeah? You must have some idea where all I, over I town just, is. I just... I want to do something. That I want to fix something. I can't... This is... Nobody's told me to do it. I'm just doing it. I have to do something. 
there's there's one up at Sanctuary, one on the Hope Spring, one in the Commons, one by the Barter Stones. I don't know what they mean. What are they doing here? Why why is this happening? And um Omar is going to stop um sitting there, pick himself up and be, pick up his rag and begin scrubbing frantically at the It doesn't come off. It doesn't come off. I've been trying to clean it for hours. It doesn't come off. It must be a sign. Well, yes, I should say so. <laughs> Says Tamar, rather dryly looking at the giant sign. I, I don't like this guy. He doesn't like you either. Yeah. And, um, Omast is kind of muttering to himself now, and, um, you can hear, um, it's low, but you can hear it's, um, lying on the bed, covered in blood. Why? Why did this happen? What does this mean? Brom, I need you to focus. I can see you're feeling Roderick's death. Drops the rag, sits back down. Head goes back in his hands. Put a blood on the bed. I should have done. My fault. I should have done something. Should have helped. Bring the sun to me. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. Um, he digs in his pocket, pulls out a um, flask, and sc- and slug and slugs it back. Smack. Um, it goes splattering on the grass, and um. Oman uh, glares at you, crawls after it, and picks it up, and there is, has, has yeah, a hopeful swing. Drinks the last, the last uh, three drops. And then, um, curse you, I'll buy another, I'll buy another. Listen to me, man. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. Roderick didn't kill himself because you failed him somehow. He was murdered. What do you... I mean, he was murdered. Can I get an intimidate check? I don't think any yeah. other sort of... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, this is not a diplomacy thing that you're doing here. Now I need you to stop drinking for the next ten minutes and answer my bloody questions if you care about them at all. Uh, and that would be a 24 intimidate. Cool. Um, Cursed is going to attempt. Yeah. Cursed... Um, Looks troubled by what you're doing, yeah. but it, it is just kind of he finds the whole thing just too intense. He's not. He seems a lot quieter when he's around more people, and he's he just sort of stammers something about Tamar telling the truth and um, fails to aid you. But um, Curse uh, Omar sits up. He glares glares at you pretty fiercely. He says, "What do you mean it wasn't my fault?" I mean, that he didn't kill himself. He didn't didn't kill himself? You didn't fail him in some way. He didn't kill himself? What do you mean he didn't kill himself? I mean, we think he was murdered. Yeah, good. You gave him a bunch of information. You need to break it down. He... How could he... Who could have... He was murdered? Oh, good. You're paying attention now. He was murdered? What but... What bastard did that? That's what I'm bloody well trying to find out. 
Why would anyone ask you to find something like that out? Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't find you behind the behind the the haze of booze. So, it, all right. So, Curse yeah. will say. It, Curse will say at this point. It, it wasn't your fault. He was murdered. I I need you to focus on us. I need you to tell Tomar what he needs to know. Yeah. I asked him to help. I'll give him a minute. And, and um, Omas will stare at, at him, but Kirst, and Kirst spends a little bit of time sitting down, then Omas stops rocking. All right. What the hell do you want to know? I'll give him a minute to breathe and sort of offer him a water skin if he wants one. All right, and, and he slugs it back yeah. um, with practice motion um, as it's well. It's just water. Yeah. But it, it it does appear to be sort of calming him down a little bit. Yeah. You know, pr- frankly, he's probably pretty dehydrated yeah. at this point, so baby, he actually... Baby wants his bottle. He actually scales about half the water skin and then hands it back. Turns out Tamar has no time for drugs. Yeah. Like, if I'm not allowed to get pissed and whinge about my problems, you are not allowed to. <laughs> hey. Listen to me. What we've, what we've found so far points to, the pros, points to the prospect that Roderick was murdered, not that he killed himself. Moreover, I'm bloody well troubled by what we're finding out since then. These damn symbols all over town. What do they mean? Well, they're what? a marker of some kind. Lead people to a target or lead people away from a target. Now, you say you, you're going to clean them up, very civic-minded of you, for once. Where are they? All right, and um, he did say this, yeah, but yeah. but it um, he. I'm going to ask him again because he's a drunken fuckwit. Um, so there is one on the sanctuary, one on the south tower. You know about yeah. those two. There's one on the Hope Spring. There's one in the Commons, and there's one in the Barterstone. So I can point you at those map locations if you want. This one's the biggest. Yeah. Alright, so what's the line of logic um, that connects these places is what Tamara is thinking about. And specifically, um, he's looking at, say I were a band of half-orc mercenaries coming to attack the town or whatever, I've decapitated the leadership um, to some extent. Are these places, say, that you would deliberately burn down or attack first because they're of high strategic value or counterpoint, are they of um, importance to not burn to the ground because they're um, where all the civilians are or what's the connection between them from a military point of view? Give me a... um, Profession uh, soldier? Give me a profession soldier, check. Uh, that would be a one on the dice. Uh, well, netting me a mighty eight. I'm going to give you something with bonus here, however, because um, this is your town. Yeah. Um, some of these locations are quite military significant, and mm, but others are, and some of them really aren't. Like the sanctuary is kind of important to the town, but it's not precisely a vital strategic. Uh, Location. The Hope Spring is unbelievably important to the town because yeah. it's the only water source. Um, 
the bar to stop the commons you've already been to. It's the um, it's the amphitheater where the Hope Knife celebration was. You know they, they do militia training there because it's a big open area. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's not, not it's precisely. Not, it's not the long house or anything. Yeah, the South Tower is an important point of Trunel's defense, but it's the only tower that's been painted on, and it's five or six towers about yeah. the place. It, it 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 is a military location, but it doesn't appear to be startlingly important. And the barter stones are outside Trunel proper. Yeah. They're, um, and they're, they're explicitly the place that won't be defended in the event of a military onslaught because they're outside the walls. Yeah, no, it's, it's there's, there's, it, there, there, it, you think, you, you would say that they're probably, that they're probably not strategic markers. Whatever they are, it's not that. Alright, so. Despite the fact that Tamar can't draw anything from this, he will nod and try and look very confident. Yeah. Um, and says, good, from, that's helpful. Good, good work. Keep, keeping an eye on, keeping an eye on these things, keeping an eye on these things may help us. So it's important work that you're doing here. And, um, and, take, and taking, and, and taking them down, or at least making an effort at it, may foil Trunal's enemies. So, Omas looks quite bolstered. Yeah. Um, and, um, actually kind of almost smiles at you. Yeah, this is, of course, poppycock. But, yeah. Um, I, but, the, but the you... point is to puff him up rather yeah. than... And, um, and, um, Kirst, um, says, I, I know you've had problems in the past, Omas, but Roderick wouldn't like to see you drinking this way. And Omas looks, looks kind of thoughtful. I, I didn't mean to precisely, Kirst. I, I... It's just that they called me to the scene, and I I went downstairs afterwards and had a drink just to calm calm my nerves. And I'm sorry, lad. All right, Stormcrow. What what else? Is there anything else I can tell you? So you put yourself on this duty, rather than anyone assigning you to it. Have you any word from the Longhouse from the last couple of days? We've got a few missing people in town that we can't seem to put our fingers on, and he'll run through his list. Um, Brutzel, Malera, um, Catriza... Omas um, looks blank at the first few names. When you say Kutriza, he scowls. That damn Harfie. I never liked Roderick's friendship with him. A bad influence, if you ask me. Loafing around, never putting in any real work in the town's defence. Harfie's a trouble. Everyone knows that. That's for certain. And... More and more halfies in town these days, you know, just all over the place, threatening the threatening the livelihoods of worthy Trunau uh, citizens. I don't like it. it. Smells trouble. Too many halfies. Smells trouble. I can't say can't say I'm minded to disagree. Roderick saw Katrizra 
the last day, the day before. You should ask your treasurer what he knows, what Roderick told him, what Roderick told him, that it should be important. What was Roderick thinking if he, if he wasn't, if he, wait, did you say Catrezra is missing? Yep. Uh, Tomar restrains his, his impulse to just sort of face palm. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> swallows it. Yes. Yes, I did. You haven't seen him, have you? Catrezra, old man, gnarled half walk about, yay tall. Lots I know of... what he looks like, Stilton Crow. Look, if you want my help, what about if you tell me about all this damn evidence that you've gathered that Roderick was murdered? Um, I will give Cursed a sideways glance at this point. What's what's his takeaway? Because uh, I, I certainly wouldn't lift my own devices. And um, Cursed um, gives you an inquiring look and nods hopefully and gestures at us. I need you to keep this under your hat. Um, it started in Roderick's room where we found blah 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 blah. Um, I am not remotely going. The the one thing I'm not going to do is point this guy anywhere near Brunia. Yeah, you can leave that part out. The evidence you would you can exclude that part from your story. The, I'm thinking more about... He's really looking more for the um, investigation details, yeah. the, the the murder weapon, we, the we information. Found, we found this note. It said blah. Yeah. Um, Roderick's, Roderick apparently misplaced his hope knife, uh, as opposed to the one Brittany gave him. He was getting it replaced, but it seems to have just turned up, but it wasn't finished, and now the Smith's Apprentice is missing, blah, 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 blah. We want to talk to Catreza, but Catreza is also missing. Exposition watch at him. Hmm. What do you make of it all? The smithy. Sarah's a harfie, right? She's always taking in stray ducks. Look at this Ernstel fella. Aye, what of it? Well, Catrice is an old man and he limps, right? Got scars, he doesn't walk far. That's what Tiari told you. He must be somewhere in town. I'd try the smithy. I can assure you, Omar, you ain't gonna find a cabal of half-orcs hiding under the smithy. Among other things, that's where the, among other things, that's where the molten steel gets poured. You try poking around in there and you'd probably end up getting quite badly burned. If I were you, I'd stay away from Sarah. Because if I fucking well find that you haven't, <laughs> then I'm going to be upset, is the implication there. He has to be hiding out somewhere. Half you stick together. That's what I reckon. Well, that's ingenious, bro. Thank you for your insight. Alright, and, um, he's going to kind of, um, sort of disengage at this point. Yeah. Um, Tamar's going to go over to the to the, the the sign on the wall, the paint, um, pull out a flask of acid, and just pour a couple of drops on it and see what that does to it. 
Yeah, I think um, that does seem to that seems to burn a little. Yeah. You can, you're definitely damaging it with that. It is possible to remove, but you yeah. need pretty high end materials. Yeah, 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 I'm not remotely planning on actually taking it off. It's if I put three drops on this, right? It boils and blisters the paint and takes a couple of drops off. Cool. Okay. It is theoretically removable as long as I have enough acid and time on my hands, but I don't care at the moment. So, um, I will. Turn back to From at this point and say, I, I think we should bring these things down. It could be signs for the invasion. Do whatever you can. I know you can, I know, I know this is a job that you're up to. <laughs> Alright, and, um, Omast will go back to cleaning. Actually, he looks a bit more focused on what he's doing. Yeah. He's not really making any progress, but he's not, he's definitely not ranting as much. Yeah. And he appears to be a bit more stable. Yeah. Gail's gonna fly by and poop on him when we leave. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Tamar hasn't necessarily told her to do that, but we have an empathic link and Tamar wants her to. Yeah. So So he, he curses and cleans it off. Ah. Pat, pat, pat. Alright, and we walk away from the South Tower at that point. Well, interesting, but it still brings us no closer. You don't think there's anything in that about the smithy? Now, I, I presume that I'm not aware that the smithy has, say, a gigantic secret basement underneath it. It absolutely doesn't have a secret basement. There are back rooms that um, someone could be in. Yeah. But at this point, we're missing dozens of people. Yeah. So they're, they're not all fitting in there. No, no, they're certainly not all fitting in there. So he will shrug. One or two, one or one or two half orcs, maybe. But by this point, we're miss. By this point, we're missing near an even two dozen. The sounds of things. Yes, you're quite right. They can't all be there. There must be somewhere. It's it's makes pinching gestures with his hands. It's all here. I just I can't put it together. Oh Lord, Nyan. Why couldn't it just be something we could cut through? (laughs) Well, I suppose at this point, we best head to the street, see if we can turn up any of our missing fellows. If not, Jagger, it's, if we can't, if we can't put a better handle on this, then it's getting past time the head of the militia and you had some idea what was going on. Alright. Head, head of the patrols, rather. He's yeah. Like, it's not a militia. Alright, and, um. Curse will make you a streetwise check. Yep. I will endeavor to aid him. That's a two. Alright, uh, that gives him a mighty 14. So I'm, I'm no longer as invested in the um, where the symbol because that seems like a good word he's got. Yeah. Um, although, hey, has anyone seen a bunch of people climbing up in the night to yeah. paint symbols on things? Presumably in the night with their cursed halfy racial dark vision. Yeah. I know I have racial dark vision too, but it's pure dwarven racial, racial dark, dark vision. It's a very kind of racial dark vision, yeah. 
I'm not racist. I'm just I'm just sensible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we roll on with our mighty fourteen. Yep. So, um, but so you're looking for any information anybody has on Ernsel Contrasra? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sigrun, has anyone seen uh, a bunch of misses? So Ernsel, Malera, um, Sigrun, Catriza. A miscellaneous bunch of half orcs. Um, has anyone seen any of these people? So there have been more half orcs in town than usual lately. Yeah, the, 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 the Cham's influence is definitely borne out there. Um, it seemed it would appear from what you can discover that Ernsel was staying around the vicinity of where Brynja was staying. She had rented an even an even smaller and nastier back room than the one Brynja is staying in. Yeah. Um, she's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, like, she's paid up her rent and she's... And vanished into and, the night. And, and left. Yeah. She is not there anymore. Uh, have a look. You can't find anyone who recognises the name Malira. Uh, and the um, painted symbol on the south tower is is just drawn on the wood, of, painted on the wood of the tower. Yes, there's nothing remarkable about um, it's. It, you know, it's not standing over the top of a secret cave and X marks the spot, etc., etc. D- d- certainly not as far as you're aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's probably very little point in going around and looking at the other um, at the barter stones and the hope spring and that sort of thing to see another painted symbol that will look very much like these painted symbols in various sizes. Okay, cool. Um, and um, you, um, several people have um, spoken to the pel- to um, Sigrun. She was reported to be a relatively friendly type who spent some time chatting chatting with people around the bar stones and asking questions about her now. Yeah. But um, no one has any particular... She was there and then she wasn't. Yeah. And um, Katrezra, you do find... It's cursed find someone who was up particularly early that that on that particular morning, who's making a big deal out of it because, yeah. you know, the, the fateful morning, um, who's... Um, saw him in the crowd in the vicinity of the um, north of town. Yeah. He thinks he was around that big mob in that general area, um, which is the last time anyone saw seeing him. Uh, was that the mob outside of the Ramble? The mob outside of the Ramble. Yeah. Someone who was in the mob outside of the Ramble is pretty sure or they saw Treasurer somewhere around the north of town. Yeah, I guess that doesn't really get us anywhere. Um, it, other than he was in town. Yeah. And then he wasn't. Yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, so with that, we will um, head away and discuss this. I imagine it's probably getting towards evening at this it, point. It is heading towards evening. It's getting pretty late. It's ten past nine. Cool. That's all right. I was just wondering. I think um, at this point I would like to take a break and stretch my legs. Cool. I... Think at this point, um, as we're heading into evening, whether or not, um, God, what's my own name? Um, Tamar goes to talk to Jaguar or not, I won't do it with Cursed. Yeah. Um, so I'm actively not going to tell him I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, I will sort of leave it at, you know, we don't seem to be, 
We don't seem to be getting anywhere. Uh, it may come time. There may come. There may come a time when we will have to speak with your father, like it or no. But that's not this moment, anyway. I suggest we turn in. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go have a word with Pella. Let her know how we've gotten on, and then we'll go. We'll, and then we'll see where we go from there. Good. All right. Take care. Effectively, our cycle party members. Yep. So, um, Curse is going to head home and turn in for the night. He's pretty sacked at this point. Um, Paolo is actually at your place. You can go home, have dinner, and catch up with her. If you desire to, or you can take her out before dinner if you want to head out and... I'm not in any desperate hurry. Cool. So, um, I will say to, I, I will basically say to, say to uh, I expect, I expect you'd like to know what, what's happened. Blah, yes. Blah, 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 blah. I will expose the entire thing to her. Yeah. And then I'll sort of sit down with her and sort of mull to her and Gail and to a substantively lesser extent Wolf, um, Tomar tolerates Wolf, but in the same way you put up with, you you know, it's like her pet dog. There's no further connection there yeah. from his point of view. Um, Power is um, interested in everything you have to tell her. Um, you've found out a lot, and um, she looks, um, but it is slightly baffling. It's a bit of a worry, all those people going missing. I Fits in with the wolf attack thing, true now is getting a bit scarier. I'm well past concerned about it now. We've got three or four we've got three or four different citizens of the town itself missing. A bunch of strange a bunch of stranger halfies running around. Although Ernstel seems like she might be more in the second category than the first. I I wish she wasn't connected to Sarah. If that drunken idiot from can put if that drunk drunken idiot from can connect her to the Smithy who knows where it'll go from there? I feel like at some point we should bring Jagger and Grath in on this. It's his patrol. It's his. It's his patrol. His military obligation to defend the town. If there's something going on, but if a drunken racist like From can start seeing half orc witches under every bed, how long is it going to take Jagger and Grath, somebody actually organized, to do something useful? Do something useful and dangerous with that information. Yeah, we don't want to start just going round and rounding up halfies. There's plenty of good half-orcs. There's plenty of good half-orcs in town who don't have anything to do with this. People like that, Brynja. And it's from the sounds of things, Jagrin's a bit prejudiced on the subject. Aye, that's why I'm reluctant to approach him. We need information, but we can't turn this thing into a witch hunt. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Where would they be? And uh, I am actually going to pause to check some information on this. Sure. As he mulls this over and talks about it, because I know there's something going on. I presume everything in this player's handbook is um, player-facing information. Yeah, absolutely. Tamara is a weird one. Yep. Okay, so Tamar thinks thinks on this for a while and will basically just talk to Pella. Yeah. Using her as a sounding board, you know, I wonder if, you know, could mm-hmm. we possibly blah, 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 blah. Um, and then he says, in truth, I'm starting to draw a blank here. I've no idea. I can't imagine, I can't, I can't remotely imagine Sarah's involved in this. And... Going to Agrit, 
Don't. Uh, is Agrit actually her wife? Yes. Yes, the two of them are married. Right. Um, I can't imagine going going to her wife Agrit with this wouldn't just get us wouldn't wouldn't just get us in more. Ah. Where in, where in Gorham's rusted sheath are all these people? The half-orc mercs could have left... The half-orc mercs, for lack of a better term, could have left town again, I suppose. We can't be missing... We're, we're now missing a dwarf. At least two half-orcs. Anyone else under the sun? Where would they store them all? Paint, too. They have to... Whoever's doing that has to have a base somewhere in town, a house, a barn, something. They have to have a place to store the paint, ladders, whatever else they need to sneak out, move around the town at night. At night, I would suggest if they could be doing it without lights, that the dwarves or half-orcs, which unfortunately at this point covers our entire suspect pool. I hear... Lights have been seen moving out at the old plague house at night, but if there were half orcs and dwarves, they wouldn't need no lights. I guess that is a place that people could be hiding stuff or doing stuff. I mean, there's people that sneak out there to, you know, cuddle and stuff from what I hear. Looks at her slightly sideways. How young is she, relatively speaking? She's, um... Human equivalent. 17 or 18. Yeah. She's uh, actually verging on 19. She's sort of nearly an adult. Well well old enough to be sneaking off cuddling strange norms in the plague house. Yes. Well young enough that I should be concerned about it. He looks up slightly. What do you be knowing about that? You are such a big brother. Not me, other people, dumb people who think that that's sort of... It's like cursed and burned down and broken. I wouldn't go there, but people do. And, you know, it's kind of sinister and creepy and stuff. There's walls, isn't it? Like it's a burned out husk as yeah. opposed to just rubble. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a building. Yeah. You haven't been out there with any strange young gnomes, have you, Bella? No. Sense motive. Sure. That is an extraordinarily high roll. Uh, 27. She's telling the truth and she thinks you're a really annoying big brother who is unnecessarily overprotective. Well, of course you haven't. Doesn't mean that others haven't. Could be just young lovers sneaking out there, but... I wonder if Brynja and Roderick ever went out there. I possible. She didn't say, but then she's unlikely to talk about every intimate detail of the relationship with uh, what, would, what would be her brother-in-law and some strange dwarf turning up on her doorstep, especially I... in a time of grief. I guess we could go ask her. Not like now, I mean like tomorrow. I 
I'm not sure I'd, uh, I'm not sure I'd want to know, frankly. <laughs> where she was, where she was going. I, it's not entirely foolish thought. Excuse me, it's actually quite a wise one. She and Roderick must have been sneaking out somewhere. They damn sure weren't doing it in the longhouse. Is in at the Ramble, although she has a home of her own. Like she's in a rundown shack, basically, isn't she? Yeah, she, she's in a she's in one room in a she's in a room in a very a, a very cramped together boarding house. Like the the landlord uh, rents out um, rooms to people. Okay, so she doesn't have a private space there to meet her illicit lover. No, and he doesn't have a private space to meet her his illicit lover because he's in an inn too. That's correct. I, the more I think about what you say, Pella, the more I think there's wisdom in it. There must have been meeting somewhere. Plague house is as good as any. But, if he'd stumbled on, if he'd stumbled on this crew painting up these symbols, why wouldn't they have jacked him then and there? And, if they didn't know he'd stumbled on them, why would they have followed him up and killed him? This is something elaborate, poison and poison and effect suicide. Well, they had to know that Roderick's death would be investigated. Aye. And whoever they are, they clearly, you know, they're not just, you know, charging in and killing everyone in town. They're doing something with swords. I don't know, but they're doing something in town. Yeah, I, I, I've assumed this. Um. This symbol is nothing, like, immediately obvious to anyone I've, um... Yeah, no, no, no one you've told about it has any idea. It's not, oh yeah, yeah, no, that's the order of the Eye of Median, um, Hand of, Hand of Velour or whatever. Uh, Tiari told you it definitely isn't an Eye Median symbol, and everyone should just quit asking her. Shut, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, so... Just seeing if Pella, uh, has low light vision, but she can't see in the dark. Um, what about the wolf? Presumably the same thing. Uh, yeah, um, if it has anything, it's low light vision. It definitely doesn't have dark vision. No. On the other hand, yeah, low light vision on scene. On the other hand, our mystery guests have lights as well. Um, so, so, any plans for this evening? Uh, not particularly. I was sort of thinking about going to bed at some point. Aye, but I'm getting myself an itch. I can't help but feel that our time's running up. You don't kill a man like Roderick Grath and then leave the grass to grow under your feet for some time. If something's happening here, it'll be happening soon. I'd like to use our time as best we can, at least... I want to go take a look at the plague house tonight. It may be something, it may be nothing. So, let me get this clear, big brother. You think that there might be some bad guys in the plague house, and you want to go check it out in the dark? I'm not suggesting if we find if we find two dozen half-orcs down there that we rumble, but two dozen half-orcs hanging out there that we rumble them. What are we going to tell Alina? Uh, let's tell her that we have, we want to do some, 
I, I, let's tell her that I've been. I don't want. I don't want to lie to her precisely, but I don't presume you don't want to tell her that we're going down to the plague house. Tell her. That, tell her that. Tell her that you're going to stay with Silverman. That's a good idea. It can even be tr- go back there this morning. Go go back there after we're done. It can even be true. All right. Okay. Let's have di- let's have dinner here because you know I'm hungry. And if we're going to go uh, investigate a horrible burned out church, we could at least have some dinner first. Wolf's hungry too. Yeah, he, he's in no um, imminent rush. Whether yeah, yeah. we do it at eight or nine. Basically, or by the time you hike out, it's it's not only outside the town borders; yeah. it's um, already getting dark. Yeah, you are you have lost the light. Yeah, yeah, at which point you are going to be investigating this place in the dark when you whenever you go. That's actually kind of my intent, though. Yep, yeah. it will certainly. Um, because among other things, what I want to see is if there are a bunch of lights moving up there at night, like the rumors say. Yeah, that because makes sense. Because if there are, we're going to see them a hell of a lot better at night. Yeah. Presumably the secret half-orc conspiracy doesn't um, come out in the day and party around with their paint cans. Okay. So basically, um, I'm going to Pel- Pelican leave to cough, go back to Silvermanes, you know, meet me in an hour at bloody blah location. Um, I'm going to tell Elena nothing. Yep. Um, Tamar more or less just says goodnight to her and then climbs out the window. Yep. As as all boys are prone to do. Yep. Uh, one assumes this is not going to be a terribly arduous escaping my mother's house is not going to no, be a terribly um, arduous challenge. No, you can pretty much just do this. You don't need to make rolls or anything like that. And then we're basically going to um, roll up to the plague house at, uh, depending on what the viewpoint is like around it, probably some considerable distance. Yeah, so... Um, like, we're nowhere near close enough to see anything that's actually going on other than lights are moving or nothing is happening. Yeah, so... Um, wait. At this stage, anyway. Yeah, let me have a look at... Some stuff. Alright, so, um, this is kind of not really a valley. True now is relative. I think, no, I think True now is on a bit of a hill, yeah. so it's, it's a little ways down. You can sort of look down on it as you head, head to it. Yeah. It is not, um, you cannot see any particular lights, um, on the, at this particular time. So, um, as you look at it from a distance, um, it's a, it's a big dark building. Yeah. Um, are you having a bit of a prowl around the outside? Yeah, I'm, I'm not necessarily planning on spending the whole night here, but at least several hours. So we'll basically, um, take a look from a ways away. There's no obvious, um, group of industrious painters moving around. No, you can't, you can't see a lot of movement from the outside, but this is a pretty solid building. Yeah. Like, there's one area that's, um, wrecked. There's a couple of, like, basically, there's some big front doors. Solid walls, and then kind of a bit few gaps in the walls around the back. Yeah. Um, you, there are some open areas you can have a bit of a peer into, but the um, the majority of it is solid. If there is anything going on inside it, 
you may not be able to see it from out here. Like, there are some things that you would be able to see going on, yeah. like the lights yeah. that you've heard rumours of, but um, it, it, there are some things you won't be yeah. able to get advantage on from outside. So we surveil the outside, um, draw nothing of use, then essentially circle in closer. Yeah. Until either something happens or um, we have spent about probably four hours or so in total doing this, at which point we'll head back in and just have a very late night. All right. Well, let me have a look at what you can see. Was Roderick a scout? No. He was more, he was a patrol captain more based within the town. I'm just wondering what his capacity to cover his tracks looks like. Okay, so you spend, let's say, an hour having a bit of a poke around the outside. Yeah. There doesn't appear to be any activity out here. Yeah. If you want any further information, you're going to need to go in. Yeah. You're going to need to have a look inside. Circle in. Yeah. So you you have a look around. There's The front doors are closed and sealed. There's no people on the outside. The open area around the back doesn't appear to have any people in it. But you can't see all that well from out here because the, your dark vision only extends yeah, so, so far. Feet, yeah. yeah. So is this is this building something um, like I've got listed here as a burned out husk? Is that literally sort of it's a bunch of walls there, but we can just kind of step through an arbitrarily missing chunk of wall and we're inside? Or like, um, yeah, basically, a solid building. It, it's. Most of it is a solid building, but there yeah. are one or two large holes. If you want in, you can go through the yeah. front door, or you can go through the back hole. In the I, I pick an arbitrarily large hole and step in there. All right. Okay. So let's have a look. See. Uh, and at the point where we're actively going in, I will mage arm on myself. Yep. For that matter, we have wolf here, don't we? You do. I will. I will probably mage armor myself and Wolf. I'll just have a check on how um, sorcerer spellcasting works and what happens tomorrow with that. Sure. If there's any random rules about that. What's the time-ish in game? Um, it's round about um, 11 o'clock at night. That points. Actually, no, probably only about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, if I get a late start tomorrow, that's fine. Yeah, I will cast some mage armors. Cool. All right, so... Um, you head round the back where there is um, an area where um, a big pile of um, basically there's a there's a yep. wall that is not there's a pile of rubble yep. and you can just step over it and you are in the building. Yep, all our dwarven stealth. Yep. Uh, um, actually, Pell is, Pell is pretty quiet. Um, you can see um, a staircase and. Um, Frankly, a staircase leading up. This is a two-story building, insofar yeah. as it survived, and a um, an open room, a, a fairly open room, and um, a whole, sort of a um, um, the uh, pathway in either direction, so you can sort of head left, right, or up. Yeah. And um, a lot of debris just generally around. No symbols are here, given we've got the outside uh, swords painted on. No, the there's no swords on this on this building. All right, so um, basically at this point you could go left, right, or up. So, uh, so 
up solid enough that there's floor and buildings and that there. What what I, what I'm looking for here is a place where there's theoretically two dozen half orcs hiding. Yeah, like, they, would they fit upstairs? Uh it look. Some of them would. There's, yeah. there's definitely intact rooms up there. Yeah, yeah, but but as opposed to I expressly need a secret basement to fit people in. Yeah. Whereas the upstairs floor, but if the upstairs floors are still functional, like yeah. they have rooms and floorboards and a vague roof and that sort of thing, it would do. Yep. Uh, right up. No. I think there must be a technical answer to this. Uh, so, Jamal will sort of lean to Pella and say, on the off chance there is anyone here, we want to think about this like Nazran would, tactically. We need to get, to, we need to take out the highest ground first. That's where their archers will have the position on us. He says, already projecting, you know, the heavily armed half-orc soldiers up there with their crossbows or whatever, and we will go up first. Cool. It's, that, that's not actually based off anything in particular, but as I'm deciding at random, I'm going, what's the, um, <laughs> what does the soldier in me do? What's the most tactical way to do it? And that, it's probably top floor first. That's excellent. Um... Alright, so you climb upstairs, and um, this is um, a loft room. Um, it looks like it's um, relatively solid. It, it still seems to be relatively intact, but um, from what you've seen outside of the shape of the building, this is... Oh, um, what light source are you using at this time, given that Pella cannot see in the dark? Uh... I think she actually has something she can So use. why? Because I've organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just find out how it works. No, it's not a magic item. Pella has a hooded lantern. Uh, that is exactly what I'm looking up, so... Cool. Well, there's she'll no use. In, there's no point in giving her mine. Yep. So she'll use hers. <laughs> um. All right. So you're peering round with her hooded lantern in your dark vision. Uh, I'm happy to carry the hooded lantern if she needs her hands for things, but depends what she's. Um... She wields a two. She has a one-handed and a two-handed weapon that yep. she can use, so she's happy to carry it for now. Um, but the um the the walls are relatively intact, but there's no roof to the um to the second story. Yeah. Um the um there's still a fair amount of furnishings, some wood some beams have fallen in and are lying across the floor and show signs of burn damage. And there is a large large um soot stained statue of goddess with a long sword uh, a statue of a goddess with a long sword in one hand and a kite shield in the other yeah. looks barely, barely stable yeah. and I don't think I'm going to call could, her a knowledge could, religion. Could be any goddess here in the burned out temple of Iamede. Yeah. <laughs> with a long sword, her favourite weapon. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, if, if there's actual information to be garnered there, then I'm happy to um, fail a knowledge religion check. But um, no, I, I, I feel like it's an Iamidan statue. I feel like it would be. You don't really need to make that check. I yeah. think you can pretty much recognise there's a statue of Iamidi up here. Cool. And um, can you make me a perception check? The lamp. Arc the lamp. Uh, plus three. Uh, Twenty-three. Cool. Keep acing the perception checks. Curse my party members and their pitiful low-light vision eyes. You um hear a skittering noise as something comes up the stairs and launches an attack on you, and. Uh, so there are people making love up here, and they're mm-hmm. angry. <laughs> and you see a giant centipede. Weird people making love up here. As it lurches out of the shadows and attacks you. And I think probably at ten o'clock... Sure. We will le- and then you were attacked by a giant centipede. Sure. Like that's um, probably <laughs> an indication... That Roderick and Brynja weren't, weren't in fact using this as the secret make-out spot. <laughs> Although, you know, I can point out to Pella, you know, ah, well, this is why you don't want to come up here with any strange known boy. Giant centipedes. Yeah, you never know when they'll attack. Looks like a morality tale. This is what yeah. happens when you sneak out from your mother's house and go to, go to make out with boys in strange places. What happens? You get eaten by giant centipedes. Yeah. That's how it works. All right. And, and yeah, dum dum dum.